Hello, Breakfast and Body Slams viewers, and you are tuning in to uh, Thursday Night Slam. Uh, please don't mind me why I'm looking down at my phone right now. We had to uh, change things up a little bit with our intro. We are working on a new one only because uh, copyright issues type situation. So we're trying to find new music and stuff to put out there. Well, I'm your host. Well, one, your co-host. Uh, the other one will be joining me shortly. I'm Chio Frost. I just want to give some uh, cheap plugs right now to uh, to some of our uh, podcast co-hosts out there. None other than uh, everybody at the Devereaux Sports, uh, Pat, Chucky, Joe, all them on, on on all their shows. I don't have a list in front of me of everyone's name because it'll just take all day long just to spit them all out. Our friends over at the Tornado Tag Podcast, the guys over at the Two Days over at the 2300 Wrestling Podcast, and we had a very special guest as me and Dennis Reaper went live. That's right. We went live at the Hamburg Fieldhouse during, well, it was after, it was post-show after the uh, Legends of Hamburg Fan Fest. We had none other than um, than a podcast icon on with us, N- none other than Chris Van Bleet. And if you don't know who he is, look him up on YouTube, go to his .com, check out his stuff. A lot of great material out there. If you're a sports fan, if you like celebrities and stuff like that, tune in. Yo, great dude. He was very professional, very, 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 very welcoming. Um, but you know what? I'm not going to waste anybody's time. Did I say anybody? Well, anybody's. Whatever. Doesn't matter. This is uh, live. We can screw up as much as we want. It doesn't matter. It's freestyle. I'm going to bring my tag team partner in, the man of the hour. Uh, I believe his podcast that's going to be coming out, or it's already out. I'm not sure yet. He's going to have to tell me unless he's surprised it already. Uh, I believe it's uh, Reap the Future. I hope I said it right. I hope I didn't butcher it. But if I did, he's going to smack me around for sure. My man, Dennis Reaper. What up there, buddy? Dennis! Yeah, so, yeah, no, the podcast, uh, I appreciate the shout-out. Uh, I didn't get to film anything on sun- Saturday because of how busy we were. But um, but you know what? We are a collaboration team. Yeah. No, so no, whatever no. we do here, you're more than welcome to steal it, throw it on there. You know, and the other reason I didn't film anything is uh, my backdrops that would have been here um, are still five states away. Um, they were supposed to be in last Friday. Uh, they'll be here eventually, I guess, you know, I, I don't, you know, cost a lot you know of money what? to have those. You know what? I feel very, very ignorant right now. As soon as I brought you on, the man to the right of me, none, none other than, yeah, the, your, your other right, T, my man T. Reyes. Thank you. Thank you. You know, for that T. I only got two words for Chio for not introducing you first, being right there. I did suck it. Bruh, been in the business as long as I have. Nobody knows me. <laughs> Nobody well, knows me. well, you see the shirt he's wearing, so you so you said it pretty well. 
I got years of experience of yelling it out when I was a kid. So, oh, so it worked out perfectly for you then. Yeah, I, I, for some reason I don't need my glasses to see that. My eyesight's bad, and I can read that. But right, gentlemen, what I'm doing right now, I'm jumping on our Facebook page right here. So everybody out there who's watching, if if you see the share button, go down, share it. I'm going on right here to our messenger, to everybody that's in our group, the Breakfast and Body Slams. I just sent it to all of yous, so that way yous can share it. That's exactly the same thing. I just banged it out to Shane Fair. I'm gonna send it to the, I'm gonna send it to the DS team. You know the guys over there at at, at Devereaux Sports. Uh, what the hell? Why not send it to the Tornado Tag Podcast guys? I so, did that one. Yeah, you did that one. Well, I did it too. All right, but you know what? Well, listen, let's Here, real quick, real quick. Yeah. How amazing was this weekend, Chio? I would love to get into that though, but it was phenomenal. We have video footage though. Uh, eventually, I'm going to get it, and I'm going to chop it up, and we're going to throw clips of it online as soon as I uh, have time to do that. But I don't want to spill it all, but all we know, it was phenomenal. You had Mark Jindrak. Hey, and that's and that's a, a big uh, uh, announcement. Do you want to announce it, or should I? Well, you have the paperwork right in front of you. You might okay. as well. Well, thank thankfully, to our man right there, Dennis Reaper, he had Mark Jindrak at his table, and he will be on Breakfast and Body Slams, Thursday Night Slam, August 26th with us live. Yeah, I can't wait. Literally, he texted me. I was talking to him today in text, and he's excited about it. Um, he can't wait to be on here and talk to us about wrestling and back in the days with WWE stuff, so it'll be fun. I, what, I, what what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring in our other amigo, the better brother, the St. Bernard, Mikey. Hey, Whoa. what's up? That's right. The better Bernard. What's going on, brother? You're on the Prime Show. We That's right. We don't the, set the, the bar. We are the bar. <laughs> I sang as me famous by Cesaro and Sheamus. All right. Doing all right. Glad to be on the show, as always. I I can I can tell by that big smile you are excited for tonight's show. Oh yeah. But you know what? Without any further ado, our guest, my amigo, my compadre, the ring announcer extraordinaire, who wears those white clubs. I don't mean in the doctor form. None other than Mr. <laughs> Shane Fair. How do I ever top that? Fire <laughs> Dave Adams. Oh, that's rough. Thanks. Oh. Right under the bus, Reap. Thanks, bro. No, no. I knew you could top it, but the top <laughs> is Dave Adams. <laughs> just hire Dave. Literally, like you go in the ring and you have Dave Adams come out and go, I got your light work for you, Shane. <laughs> well, wait, look, look at that. We had an oh, Elliot Nico Demi saying, We want Demi. Shane. We want Shane. I almost butchered that name. Uh, Thank you, I, I butcher everyone's name. My man, I love Elliot. That's that's one of my best friends in the world. So, oh, there he is. This is another one of my best friends right there. Uh, yeah, Shane, 
What, what's that? How you pronounce that name? You gotta have to do a Sean phone. Hanrahan. The goat. The goat. Damn. In so much that I like chewing on tall grass. That's about ah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, without any further ado, we had you on the show previously. That's right. We chat a little bit. We 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 uh uh, we had a couple different people on, and uh, we mixed it up, and you gave us, you know, not the full detail and such. Right. This is your time, Shane. Thank You're going to you. tell us how you got involved with this charity mm-hmm. for basketball. You're sure. going to tell us what you had to do, the grind, to 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 make this thing happen. Right, You're right. Was... Tell us about the donations where we stand currently, which I know it's that you blew it, the roof it's off. It's up. It's up. And uh and uh where we go from here. But you know what? I'm gonna let you take it away. Go ahead, brother. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Um uh earlier this year, like there was a bunch of us uh that were kind of affected by like something that happened in wrestling. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to get into the negative part and everything like that. But, you know, a lot of people know what happened and a lot of us, you know, were uh, very heart, heartbroken at the time. And, um, right, right immediately, there was, uh, two things that I wanted to be the byproduct of that. And that number one was background checks. And number two was to do something for children, you know, proactively to do something like, uh, you know, to, that would affect the children's charity directly where I knew the money wasn't going to go into advertising to make more money. Like, you know, I just, I wanted to make sure it was gonna be something that I could, you know, directly uh, see those funds go directly to, you know, help children. So um, one of the fans that was um, at uh, said place um, was a member of something called the Miracle League of Mercer County. And basically that's an all-inclusive um baseball league at a facility at the uh, YMCA in Sawmill that is for uh, children with special needs that are able to um, play baseball on a field that's fully accessible. Uh, beautiful field. Um, right in center field, they have the, uh, if you drive around Hamilton, there's like a cornfields everywhere. It's beautiful. It's really just a- idyllic uh, countryside. So in the center field to symbolize field of dreams and to, um, you know, symbolize the county too like tying it together they have like a beautiful like cornfield so it's like field of dreams style uh, field so it's a beautiful field and um i knew that that would be a good way to help so um basically uh in honesty i wanted to put a game together that that was the inception the, the that was the chicken before the egg i wanted to put a game together um that would benefit a charity but the uh the initiative began uh the inception was at putting together a charity basketball game involving basketball uh, wrestlers, because I knew that um, a lot of people in wrestling were basketball fans and played extracurricularly. And um, the core of um, that particular group from that particular promotion um, were all avid basketball players. So uh, right away it was like, you know, this is a no brainer. If you assemble that core and you do it, um, you know, something positive, we can all do this together. And um, I set a goal of $5,000 initially. And I had um, no respect for what that number meant. And I didn't know what um, really that would entail. So um, pretty soon, oh, look at that. That's beautiful. Anyhow, <laughs> um, 
I began the fundraising effort and immediately it was, it was slow. There was a few people, I believe right immediately and um, contributed to the cause, but it was drips and dribs. So um, you do the, the simple equation in your head and you see that this isn't going to work as is. We're going to have to do something to um, raise, raise the stakes. So um, Rob Williams from the Bob culture podcast and I came up with a way to um, have an auction. So um, right away, uh, Kevin Nasta from Damage 365 Productions reached out. He sent me um, like 38 by 10. Some of them were like JSA uh, certified, you know, beautiful, beautiful autographs. Um, just everyone, anyone that he's represented as his clientele. Then um, also we got donations from the owner of Pro Wrestling Magic, Anthony Ivino. Um, received uh, a fan um, by the name of Anthony Fazio. A lot of us know. I was at an event um, at IWA. The gentleman comes up with a box. And um, he hands me the box. I said, what's this, Anthony? And he goes, this is for your auction. And I'm like, I, I almost broke down. I was like, I, I can't believe. Like, And I opened the box. You know, be, be, I was moved before I opened the box. And I opened the box. It was an autographed Samoa Joe figure. And like that, uh, it's strange. Because it's like an emotional process. And it's like a lot of peaks and valleys. And um, it seems like whenever there's like a, has been a, like a low dip these last few months. There's somebody just uh, messaged you. I'll get a message from uh, Hitman for Hire Graham or uh, Anthony Fazio will, um, you know, do something like that. Or, you know, Meadowlands Monster will just hit you with a message or some, you know, there's just a, um, there's just so much encouragement along the way. So uh, the auction, I was extremely moved by right away because of the amount of things that we received, we were able to raise over $800. Even uh, Dominic De Niro, Who's a heel? Uh, he would ne- he'd kill me for say- saying this, but he donated uh, the Blue Winged Eagle uh, Championship belt, which we later got over two hundred dollars for. So, like, um, you know, just just I if I I could write a book on the levels of participation and everybody involved, like it's, it's just incredible. Like, I might be a conduit for putting this together, but it's you know my contribution, you know, of course, is making the event, and putting the event together, but um, the the, contrib- the contribution has been from everyone, you know, it, and you, yourself included, Chio, you know? Yeah. It, it's just been amazing. Every time I see you posting stuff out and just, and just like what, what, what you said about, you know, it's, it's kind of funny, you know, you've seen these guys in characters and their gimmicks and stuff. Right. right. And, and they're here donating from, from their heart and love and even fans like Fazio, you know, I see him everywhere he, he he was actually at the uh at Saturday at at the fan fest. Oh cool. Uh, yeah, I love him that. a lot in the Philly and Jersey area as well. You know, he's all over the place. So right. that 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 that's one guy who I can I can say he, he's like one of the nicest guys that I I ever meet. Always wants to take pictures with everyone, always friendly oh, and and he's there always supporting the talent. So that's awesome. Well, you know, the whole thing with Anthony giving you stuff like I'm not trying to, you know, I've never had a fan give me anything in my entire like I've had fans give me bandanas and stuff when I ran out. But right. he knew I was a Ravens fan. He gave me a th- oh, man. thing of three Ravens players after we were like of the last oh. and I'm like I'm at work great and I was at work great when he handed it to me and I'm like I'm a bad guy and I'm just standing there like how do I be mean to him? I know, I know, right, right. It's I moving be like you know, I'm gonna kick your butt for trying to get me to cry here, but it was like you oh. know, like I just straight up like no care hug you. That is without a doubt one of the greatest fans. And if he gave you oh, something, like he just 
there's there's no better fan than that guy, right? Like there's there's yeah. fans all over the country, but that's one wrestling oh. fan that on the East Coast that is like he I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, it's so like it's emotional, bro. You like get me emotional just even thinking about it. Like, like, just, like I remember like, that, you know. There's wrestling, like there's there's you know Robbie that from Valhalla, uh-huh. um, and him are like two of my favorite fans in the wrestling business. Oh man, you know yeah. I have fans that I consider family now. So I don't call them fans. I call them family. But these two guys, like, what they do for us is just, like, you, as you just saw, like. Right, right. It's, you, it's they're thoughtful. Better. Thoughtful. Really thoughtful. It's from the heart, man. And, and that, like I said, like, you know, when you hit that valley, I remember right around, I don't know specifically what it was, but there was something that was really bumming me about, you know, what was going on with the uh, the charity at the time. And he handed me that box. And I remember like, you know, just like you said, that's, that was the immediate reaction. I was like, I welled up. It was like before I even opened the box. And then I saw the Samoa Joe. I was like, wow, not only did he, and there was, you know what else? Uh, like the thoughtfulness, there was a few like mini basketballs in there, I guess, like sign, you know, and have the roster. So I definitely want to like get one signed, you know, by as many people as I can and give to him. But like, yeah, that'd be it, 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 so thoughtful, just so thoughtful. There was uh, Wes and Kyle Evitz. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with them. They um a father and son, and they come out to pro wrestling magic. They come out to a bunch of events. Um, they're really positive. This guy gave uh, three times to the charity. It's a total of like three hundred dollars, man. Then it's like yeah. uh, Chucky and uh, Chloe. Um, they have something called Daddy Daughter Entertainment. They go to like uh, uh, I know they go to Titan. They go to like uh, a, a lot of um, Jersey, like in Central Jersey type events and everything. Um, they sponsored four athletes: um, Brandon Kirk, uh, Casey uh, Cattell, um, Ray Kalitri, and Dan Moff. Right, oh, so wow. they, they they donated so, two hundred dollars to the cause, just just you know between the two. So what you're saying, you got sponsored athletes on your yes, brand, yes, sir. Right. And a matter of fact, at one no point, Nike, no Nike or them no. sponsoring any of them, no, no love. But you know well, what? I'm uh, to get to freaking sponsor me, okay? <laughs> Who's, oh, who? I would love to be the first wrestler that right. has that as your sponsorship. Oh, seriously. <laughs> It wouldn't that be the dream to have the, the like set of swoosh? Well, well, hold up, ain't ain't a uh, swoosh kick pants? Brock, <laughs> ain't Brock has sponsors that uh, Jimmy John's? Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that's pretty. Lesnar. Right. Yeah, but still, he's a wrestler who's sponsored. So, hey, <laughs> he's a wrestler. You know, but you you know what? People out there are like, except for the main fans that come to the the the, the, the indie shows, but people who never did who's on these, uh, who go and watch the big stuff on TV and stuff, they don't realize how much time all of us, I'm going to say all of us right uh, here, uh, contribute to charity events, whether it's be Toys for Tots, uh, Cancer Benefit Shows, T was on them right there with, with on Cancer Shows with me when, 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 when me and him were working the IWA and stuff. Uh, Toys for Tots, I did that every year for, uh, for the FWF down in Delaware, you're like, it's just something we do. It's just something when you see the same guys doing all these events, it's just some. then you know these are ones that are just natural. They're not in it for the buck. They're there. Mm-hmm. They're there doing it because you see them everywhere doing the same thing, and, and, and we're doing all doing it for free. We're, we're right. donating our time. Man, I've been doing charity work since I was five, okay? Five. Yeah, whole wrestling career you know, charity work. That's and I'm talking when I'm talking about charity work, I'm talking about like going back all the way to the NBA days. Like my dad used to do that stuff with NBA, and 
anytime they had banquets and like little concerts and stuff with the kids, we were there. Like we always did um, hmm. the big fundraiser they do every year. Jerry Lewis, the Jerry Lewis Tele- mm-hmm. Telethon. Corley Dillinger, I am not sponsoring you. You, I love you, but no, no. What do I? You don't. What do I get for it? Nothing. <laughs> but you know, punch your elbow in my face. Get your name mentioned on IWTV Live, which is a beautiful that thing. Is I probably I, that that is a valid point on that one. Maybe maybe <laughs> Reap the Future needs to sponsor a wrestler. I don't know. I I'll have to go through. But no, like I, the whole Jerry Lewis telephone stuff. Like charity things are my thing. Like, like when I when you were on here the last time, you said you were doing it. I was on as soon as you said charity again. I'm in. I'm in. Oh, that's like, awesome. Just flat out, like done. Oh, in no matter what, that's, I'm being. That's Dan. That's, he's okay. the head of Miracle League. He's the head of Miracle League, Mercer County, Dan. Okay. Well, yeah, well, Dan. Dan, nice. as soon as Thank we you. show Thank up, you, we're, Reaper, gonna, we're gonna need well, to shake your hand too, Dan. Well, then I guess on Sunday I might just have to interview Dan live on Facebook. Oh, please do, man. You know, the, you you picture know. this guy, right? Somebody comes out of the blue, a guy from Staten Island, right? Drives out and uh, tells you that, uh, hey, I want to uh, raise money for your league. I have no connection to this league whatsoever, other than the fact that, you know, I know uh, the mother and child of a of, of player in the league. And I want to get a bunch of wrestlers together to play basketball to raise money for baseball. So like the fact that Dan had faith in this event, you know, like, you know, kudos to him as well. Like, you know, so I, I was, I bet, you know, it's I a bet tough, you it's a tough them, sell. Uh, I bet you left them scratching their head, like wrestlers playing basketball. Seriously. <laughs> I was I'm like, like you know what, a bunch sh- of grown men running around in tights, wrestling with each other. Like, what the <laughs> hell? And then verbatim, I remember, yes, like, what, what can I do, you know, to help? And he's been a great help all along, but uh, I was like, just show up August 1st and get the giant check. I was like, you know, we'll, we'll get there, you know? And then uh, I didn't think we'd get there, honestly, like, you know, parts of like, uh, like May, like June, like I remember there was um, at least, at least a week went by that not a dollar was added to the GoFundMe. And then I remember um, there was a post that I made and um I got something like 40 shares, which is like the most I've ever had on like a post. And I remember nothing moved in a week. And I said to myself, out of those 40 shares, if at least one of each one of those person who shared just put in a buck, you know, I'd be like, you know, uh, you know, a little bit more positive about it. But, you know, it made me think that there was no momentum behind this. And sadly, like the way that you get momentum behind it is when people actually see that the total is up, you know, and they see that, you know, that it's credible that it's going to happen that, you know, gives it provenance that, you know, it's, it's occurring basically. Yeah. And this guy right here, you know, uh, pyro pulse and iceberg, Joe, the elements, great tech. And they're from Staten Island. Also, we've, uh, we filmed over five videos together that we really worked hard on. So um, we made a sixth one that was to explain uh, a drum slot auction. Now uh, pyro pulse was nice enough to donate a pearl drum kit. And we had a slot auction, wow. 20 slots at $20. And, just because of his donation, we raised uh, $400 just for the, the charity, just for what he did with his drum kit. Uh, he personally delivered it to the winner, Sal Botts, who we drew at random the other night. And um, after the 20 slots were full, and he went and delivered it the other night to him. So uh, I'm shout out to the elements. That's, yeah, right? A pearl drum kit. And like, Sal got two entries. So. Like, I, I played drums. I would have, if I would have known there was that, I probably would have put money in. 
No, oh, doubt. that's cool, man. And it all went, you know, a direct, a direct, one hundred percent tax deductible donation to the GoFundMe, which directly deposits to the Miracle League Mercy County. Oh. You know, a little scummy though. I, I found this out at the back end, Dennis. Like, I, I uh, you, you go to do the payout, and you see the total that uh, GoFundMe takes. Yes, yeah, it's so disgusting. Uh. Isn't it? Oh, it is. Funny. And it's supposedly so it's scary. less because it's a registered charity. But like you know, if you raised for like your sick friend or something, they take like a major chunk. But they yeah. still like. Um, I remember it. It was in excess of like maybe a hundred, two hundred bucks or something. And it, I was thinking to myself, "Wow, I remember what I did to raise two hundred bucks." You know, now it's like that's going to be a fee. But the, the the benefit of that was the transparency of having an account that everybody can easily access and donate to. Yeah. That it was direct, and they can get it 100% tax deductible and such like that, with the security of knowing it was being directly deposited to the Miracle League. So that was the benefit of doing that. So you know what? If that's the tax they take, you know it it sucks. But um, I'm, I'm glad that we did it this way. Like, is 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 that GoFundMe still happening? Is it still is it still? Yes, sir. Open? I'll, I'll give you a current update because uh, Ray Kalitri, right? Um, let me talk about him for just one second. I'm sorry to you know keep divulging here, but um, no, it's all right. What he um he's on the heels, right? He was sponsored by Daddy Daughter Entertainment. So uh his wife, uh wifey, or his uh his uh his girlfriend wanted to uh, sponsor him, right? So uh he went on and he got a, a second sponsor. So then it became well, I I got a sponsor. I got my first sponsor, the Kincaid Files uh podcast. So I was like, all right, so you know what? I challenge you to a sponsor off. So one by one. We both got sponsors back and forth. And if I lost, I had to sing his theme, his entrance theme for the, you know, and the last thing I wanted to do was get clowned at my own event that I worked so hard on. So I really went out and I hit the bricks and the bagel store up the block that I love classic bagels up on Richmond road. I went out and like, uh, got him as a sponsor. My, be- uh, one of my best buddies for the neighborhood, Tommy Smith, uh, he's a realtor, uh, here in, uh, on Staten Island. He, he sponsored me. Um, my friend, uh, Scotch and Pino vending here on Staten Island, they sponsored me. So, um, little by little and, uh, uh, uh catching, uh, catching up with Caden out of the Rochester free FM 106.3 up in Rochester. Uh, he sponsored me. So I wound up getting six sponsors in total. Ray Kalichi got six sponsors and we tied. So just in that little effort, that little like playful, um, competition, we raised $600, you know what I mean? So just in that one little back and forth instance, that was $600 for the Miracle League. So, um, you know, reinventing the ways to to, to uh, raise money, you know, uh, became a necessity. It was sink or swim a lot of points. You know, so the auction and doing the back and forth sponsorship, the platinum sponsorship, the player sponsorship, um, it all culminated. And, you know, I'll tell you what the, the total right now is on GoFundMe because I know uh, th- that's how I got off on that tangent because Ray Kalitri actually got a, another person. We have a win a day with Ray Kalitri uh, contest going on right now. Well, There's yeah, only like I've seen left. that there. Uh, and and uh, for ticket sales are still open too, right? Yes, sir, an event bright. Okay. But this okay, so, Ray, so, Ray Kalitri, he picks you up in the Maserati and takes you out for like a, a high class lunch and then takes you to the event. So I mean for crazy. Yeah, so everyone that has, that's tuning nice. in or whatever, you still got a chance to donate and yes, uh and get tickets right there. You see it at the bottom there. Uh you can go to eventbrite.com or gofundme.com. Keyword the search is basketball twenty twenty one. That's awesome. And uh Gio, uh, the live total right now. Let me just refresh. I don't know if Ray Kalitri put another one in there, man, because he, he's he's a, a sponsorship machine, like he promised he would be. 
Um, sixty-seven eighty in the GoFundMe currently. Sixty-seven eighty. So, you know, That's thanks, up. thanks That's to everyone's awesome. efforts for that. You know. Uh, so um, you went through a long and tiresome draft process to get <laughs> your right. teams together. Now, That's right. now, how hard was it to convince these big? Bad, massive, burly wrestlers that like to pound on each other to go out there to play with a big round orange ball and throw it in a net. <laughs> they, you know what? They, they they have such a competitive nature uh, that's embedded in in their, in their DNA, uh, and the, the the way the fact that they're getting an opportunity to and exhibit it um, in a, in another forum where it's like athleticism. Um, but with no uh, cheap shots, no, uh, you know, a set rule book, as, as it were, and, uh, you know, a formatted game, it, it really, I think, has um, enticed a lot of people into this game because they want to they wanna display their athletic acumen for sure. Now, I was going to ask you, what does the roster look like? But, mm-hmm. but I told you at, uh, b- before we came on the air, I told you, Wait around to the end, but you know what? I'm too anxious. I don't want to wait to the end. So okay. uh, if I miss any anybody, so that this is just giving you a hint. If I miss yes, anybody sir. here, you fill me in on who on the roster that we miss. So everyone, stand by. I hope this works out. I just okay. did this like maybe an hour before we got on the oh, air. Boy. I just uploaded it. So uh, sit back, relax. and Oh, boy. Okay, let's see if this works.
Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, my God. I was, yeah, I'm, I'm I was trying to that. figure out something to do, oh. and I rushed oh home. God. I'm like, all right, let me jump online here oh and see what photos he has, and let me just do a quick collage. And, That's uh, amazing. And, and uh, what you didn't hear, what I didn't hear, I know that in the beginning of the video, there's actually a bell ringing three times, a ding, 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 before the music kicks in and stuff. But I guess that got cut off. I don't know. Oh, that was that was incredible. Oh, that I thank you so much, man. That made my night, man. Wow. Uh, I, I was will, I was I, I will take that video and I will actually upload it to YouTube. So if you want to do you oh, that out to people or whatever, then oh, that uh, made me I, smile. I, for I, me as as soon as we're done here tonight, I will throw that out there. Then. Oh, that is so cool. Thank you so much for that. So, well, did I miss anybody? We're some surprises on Sunday now. Well, uh, one thing. Oh, the head coach of the heels. We got Jay George. Okay, okay. So he, he's he's going to be in. I can't wait. Uh, and he, you know, I don't know if you saw his promo. He he's uh, threatening to shut down the Miracle League permanently if the I heels not, win. I did not see that, but I heard about it though. And take the check and take all of the money and spend it. You know, and, and divide it amongst the heels. And what was the video I saw? Oh, uh, man. What was it? Uh, the one other, I don't know, was he a coach or a sponsor? He was betting on the other team to win? It's uh, well, yeah, I can't well, remember. I swear to God. I, I Seriously, I can't remember. Our faces, um, our faces assistant coach. So uh, kind of I had to think a little outside the box. And we selected uh, El Mahimbe, uh, Henny yes, Blanco, Miguel was. Sosa, you know, who uh, manages Sebastian Cage and uh, – He's also the GM at uh, Intense gotta, Wrestling Alliance. You got to watch out for this being a charity uh, uh, thing for kids and stuff like that. You know, it's starting to look a little shady there. Like, uh, it's, it's starting to look like a real uh, wrestling uh, behind the scenes type of sh- crap going on. That's why I thought it would be better to keep him close at hand. You know what I mean? So keep him on the up and up. So uh, yeah, we both yeah, have yeah. the same uh, intent. You know, he wants to win. You know, and we want to win. You so know, why not harness that together? What why not, we can probably you know, do what what we can probably do, which I'm not sure. We might have to check out on their schedules. Maybe we can get Mikey and and Tita show up to keep an eye on these wise guys. You know, you know, the more eyes on them, the better. But uh, if there's, I trust Sosa. I trust Sosa at the end of the day. <laughs> Would you be available Sunday? Where New Jersey, uh, right in Trenton. At the YMCA in Hamilton, Hamilton, New Jersey. All right, it's going to be to be continued with him. How about you, Mikey? Yeah, I could probably get over there. Awesome, Mike. Thank you, brother. You make sure you get the info, Mikey, and you get the address and the time. You show up. You lend uh, Shane a hand as as bodyguard for him. You know, (laughs) out out of trouble. You know, you put them guys in those place. That's right. I'm gonna I'm gonna feel a little threatened carrying that giant checkout. You know, it's got, you know they might try to snatch it away. I don't know. You know, you still have to get a hold of that. That's no. right. Gonna need a big bank like in semi pro, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I, I will also be wrestling a bear at halftime. Uh, I'll uh, um, semi pro as well. No, I won't be. Do the uh, like the uh, Andy Kaufman song there by REM, Man on the Moon, oh, and wrestling right. bears. <laughs> you're killing me. You're killing me, Mike. You're killing me, brother. I'm begging you. <laughs> but it's a, it's all good though. Uh, Shane. 
like you're 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 doing great things ever since uh like i said ever since day one uh there were there 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 was a sparker in your eye a different kind of sparkle that i haven't really seen in a long time from a lot of people something that's genuine that that's genuine uh you can hear it in your voice your tone your rate your volume the way you come across the way you talk to people of the passion that you have for doing for doing not just the the business part of wrestling but this how 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 you talk about it all the time uh when you were live the other night speaking and i jumped in with with uh whatever comments i was making though but (laughs) you were uh passionately telling everyone you know like like how 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 much work you put into this and uh right. and uh you know you know big ups brother i you know hey hey, hey hey if if i never said it before i'm gonna say it now live for everyone i love you man you're doing oh, great i love I you love bro you. I, I, yeah man Okay, you you know how much I respect, bro. You're like a god to me in this business, and the fact no you know, no <laughs> no 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 no, bro. I'm, you know you, I'm far from it, bro. Your your wisdom and like you know like I I call people in this business like my oracles, and I only have a couple oracles, and you are definitely one of those, Gio. I you know? I I I just try to be as genuine as I can. I try to I I try to do whatever I can, the best of my ability for people. I don't. <sighs> I don't sugarcoat myself trying to hype myself up saying, Hey, I'm the bestest. And I hate when people do that. When right. people tell me, Hey, you got to book Chio. He's the best sound guy. No, I refuse to take that, that title because there's always something that's always going to need improving. I'm going to, I'll just say, um, the most reliable, I'm not going to say reliable in my work per se, but reliable that, you know, I'm going to be there when I'm going to say I'm going to be there because I know, things happen like uh equipment wise or whatever so you know stuff happens all the time for anybody and 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 also i'm one of the most affordable guys out there where i where i let people know hey if you're gonna book another dj they're gonna cost either double or four times the amount than what i am and some people say i'm lowballing no i'm not lowballing it's just a fact i love the business and i'm not greedy that's the thing, because I know just just as much as I want to make a buck, I know promoters and everyone else, they're trying to make a buck, too. So I'm right. not trying to be in that cookie jar and grabbing whatever. So that way people can't say, hey, you got to watch that guy. He's shysty and this and that. So I like like I said, I try to do the best that I can. And and, and, and that's it. That's all I can do. I can't do any more than that. Just, you know, just be me. That's awesome, Joe. And you're a damn good you, man. And just to like, uh, there was one moment that I'll, I'll, I won't forget at, uh, at Pro Wrestling Magic where you and I had no communication beforehand that I was going to talk about <laughs> basketball. And I was just, you know, I just, you know, freestyle. Once the cameras went off, um, you know, they gave me the sign, uh, GoPro. And then I started to talk about basketball. And within two seconds of me speaking of it, all of a sudden, Curtis Blow's basketball comes on, you know, and I know you're back <laughs> behind the curtain. Instead of rolling up the, the cables like most people would be after the show, you're still attentive, and you're, like, so, like, we, they always say the extra mile is never crowded, and you are, like, you know, that embodiment of, like, extra mile, where it's, like, you're always going to do more than, uh, you know, the uh, the sound guy, and that's, like, you know, I, you're an audio engineer. Let's be serious. Like, you know, sound guy is, like, a, you know, belittling term. Like, at your point and your craftsmanship, you are I, an audio I, engineer. I, I, I like using the term sound tech. Technician. 
I like that. Ooh, that's okay. That 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 trumps that. I think. It's like, <laughs> and 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 my man Dennis there, yo, all the work he does and, and puts in, and 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 as much as he helps pe- people out, man, there's not enough love that goes his way. You know, that like people sometimes forget to give him him a shout out and 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 like and and he der- and he deserves it so much with all the with all the things and help he does for for different charities and matter of fact Dennis has his own charity that that uh that he's going to be uh you're going to be riding the bike for Dennis yeah. spit it out yeah so uh like we let me get this earpiece out real quick it's i don't know why i still have my earpiece in so yeah so like from now all the way to the end of September uh, I'm raising money for childhood cancer uh it's called the great cycle challenge um, Chiu, I did message you on Facebook, the link. Um, I forgot to send it to you earlier. So there's a website. It's called greatcyclechallenge.com. Um, on there, you can go to riders, type in my name. Um, you can donate. Um, my goal was $2,500 um, by the end of uh, September. But for the whole month of September, the whole 30 or 31 days, I have to ride 600 miles. So... Uh, pretty much every day that I have off, on every Monday that I have off, I'm running 100 miles from Pottstown to River Casino and back. And then I'm going to do other, I can do stationary bikes like at the gym as well, but I do it all on, on man, I should not have eaten that food. Um, I had red, be- red, I had beans and rice and with like Habasi, like I love it, but my, like, yeah, but so, yeah, so I did this last year and ended up messing up my shoulder on the very last day of the bike uh, tires went out from underneath me the very last day and tore my shoulder up. But now I'm back doing it again. Last year, I hit my mile goal and my donation goal, um, but I only had it at a certain amount because I didn't know it started so soon. So now that I knew it's they kicked it off now, I've already raised, what was it? Uh, I've raised $181 out of the 2500 um, but basically I'll read you like the story to it real quick. So, uh, it's the reason I'm doing it is because right now cancer is the biggest killer of children, um, from the disease in the United States. Over 15,000 children are diagnosed every year and sadly eight, 38 kids die every week due to cancer. Uh, kids should be living life, not fighting for it. So I'm raising funds through my challenge to help rate, uh, help these kids and support childhood, uh, children's cancer research fund to allow them to continue to work to develop, um, their cure. Um, and I actually had someone on my Facebook, his son literally just passed away from cancer. So this race, this, this whole thing take, took a whole different world to me. Because the dudes on my Facebook, his kid was battling, was going through chemo, was doing real good. And then, you know, right, I want to say the week before the Legends of Hamburg, they said he was, they were having hospice. So, and then like the day or two before Legends of Hamburg is when they posted, you know, unfortunately, you know, he passed away. Kid wasn't even 14, I don't think. Um, and I know what it's like to lose a child, um, physically and it's the worst thing in the world so if there's a way to raise money for kids to, you know to somehow break this curse i want to so you know there's a there's a there's the link right there thank you geo um you can go you click on that link it'll take you right to the page um no a, any amount counts um and especially anthony from saturday he bought a photo for twenty dollars ten dollars out of that that twenty dollars is going right to that that fun um that i gotta put in so 
basically 600 miles are going to get ridden in September. Like, I don't care if I have to, if I'm going to have a broken bone, I'm going to do it. Um, I'll make $2,500 goal happen as well. Like, y'all, like, Chio's known me long enough. Like, when I'm committed, I'm committed. There's no, there's no stopping me. Like, when I say I fell off with a bicycle the last day of the bike ride, I literally fell off within a, within a half hour of it and still rode for another three hours. Went to watch my daughter race her race. After I finished the 600, I finished the 300 miles, I said, held the bike above my head at the art museum, which I could barely feel my arm, and rode all the way home, watched my daughter race, then went to the hospital. Seven hours later. Like, I don't care how much pain I'm in, I'm going to do it. Um, so, yeah. Like, let's, you know, like I said, I do charity. I, I'm a ch- I love charity stuff. Like, charity thing is has always been my in my blood. So, and like I was saying, I said I'm going to bring some presents down on Sunday. I just realized I have some uh, Miami Heat stuff at my house, like warm-up gear uh, that I had mm-hmm. accidentally mailed to me by... You know, shop the the sports network companies, and they didn't want it back, so I kept it. Um, there's, I think, there's shorts and like warm up shirts, and I think I have three or four sets of that. So I have raffle tickets. I didn't get to use the raffle on Saturday. So would it be okay if I set up a small little table and do a raffle and whatever whatever we make is going right to the charity? Hell yeah, you know, and part of part of what I did, I, I ordered like a, one or two extra tables, so that, that works out beautifully. I, bro, that that's what an awesome gesture. Thank like, you, I it's a basketball for wrestling. What other better way than to bring some Miami Heat gear in? Right, right. And you know what? I'll, I'll add to it too. You know, like I, I have some stuff. You know that that um, you know, we didn't sell in uh, the original auction and everything like that. I'll add some stuff to that as well, and you know, we'll sweeten the pot. Anybody right. out there? You know, let's put it out there. Anybody else that's going to be there? Reaper's going to have a table, man. Let's fill it. And then we'll, we'll have a, uh, an auction on the spot, and we'll add that, whatever the total is. You know, um, I don't encourage people getting tickets at the door. Please do it on Eventbrite so I can keep that transparency where I could just make a printout and show this gentleman, like, how many tickets we sold. But um, you can purchase tickets at the door. I don't encourage it, but you can because we don't want to shut anybody out. And the other thing is like this. I don't want to seem like a little crappy. Like, a lot of people are, like, descending upon this event. Um I just like, just remember, like, let's try to like sell some tickets. Let's try to like, you know, pay some admissions. Uh, and and all the money's going to the Miracle League of Mercer County. So like, we're gonna put a nice cherry on top on Sunday, hopefully at the door and such like that. But um, you know, we we really want to do this right. So let's try to raise enough money. Um, we we did pretty good, but I want to, truth be told, I kind of want to hit eight thousand right now. So um, we're close to it. We. You know, we're close to it. And and Reaper, man, you are awesome, brother. So please, um, you know, uh, I'll I'll talk to you early. Like, you know, we'll we'll have you come in early. We'll set up the, you know, the table. And please, man, uh, you know, get a sweet spot and enjoy the game. And then, of course, you know, you're all you're all invited. You know what I mean? Like that. He has not through the front door. You guys, I, I, you know, you guys come through the back door. Like, like I don't have a choice because he has no choice. This, like, I'm gonna say this way. Well, no, no. So. In my re- so I do I train people to wrestle right and one yes. of the gentlemen that is the 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 brains behind the whole Devers Fords is going to get back in the ring whether he wanted me to say it on the internet or not but he's getting back <laughs> in the wrestling ring um, and he decided to p- share the link to this in our in the wrestling training thing it goes my wrestling podcast and I'm like first off hey it's our podcast 
Like, <laughs> don't you dare take the credit, sir, because, you know, hey, we're here. <laughs> and, and I love Pat. I do. He gave me and you an opportunity <laughs> to run with this. And we're running with it. Like, we're, we're, we're actually running big, big time. Like, you don't know. Uh, where I'm, I'm going to be working on some new designs for T-shirts. Uh, Dennis will be working on an intro video. I might be working on a new website specifically for the podcast and try to get into other stuff to uh, 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 <coughs> other programs to use as well. Uh, just a little, a little bit of everything. We are branding ourselves like a mother. So that's cool. But um, Shane, is there anything else that that you have not told us yet about basketball that the viewers out there should know? Um, just that it's it's a huge labor of love. Like everybody that's involved with it, uh, you know, we've had like private conversations, like a lot of us, um, on how that this specific charity or um, you know, the children um, with special needs affects them personally. You know, there's a lot of um, you know, a lot of comments and um, I mean, a lot of conversations that I've had like behind the scenes with people and, you know, as to why that um, they're involved. Like there's a lot of meaning behind um, a lot of people um, being in this. So um, it's it just, it's hot. It's just, just so heartfelt from so many different angles. And like I said, uh, you know, when I hit those valleys, there's just constant inspiration from people, uh, you know, be it from donors or be it from, you know, people raising money like certain ways or uh, Ray Kalitri's enthusiasm is just, you know, um, you have to, I have to match that as an organizer. I can't let him, you know, take the brunt of things. You know, I have to match his enthusiasm and it's exhausting. Like he's such an awesome, uh, you know, as a heel, you know, maybe it's like, I, like I've said, I think it might be out of his heelish nature. Maybe just, he just wants to outdo everyone, you know, but uh, whatever his motive is, it's resulted in, uh, you know, he's he's accounted for between our thing like 600 bucks between the two of us like so uh you know shout out to him and shout out to classic bagels my damn sponsor they got hit by a car uh it's in matter of fact while you're at it why don't you the paper spit out all your sponsors give them okay you know what let me pull up the uh I'm going to have to pull up the graphic because you know as far as the platinum sponsors are concerned I do not want to skip anybody I certainly do not. It, 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 it's only right. It's only right. You know. Hey, oh, thank they, you. I appreciate they, that. They are contributing, you know, and and I'm sure everyone is is uh, grateful for what they are doing, and uh, you know, and and they got to have credit too. So, and that's what well, we're going to do. We're going to give them the credit. Yeah, let's make them the sung heroes and everything. Okay, so I'm going to uh, pull up the graphic right here. Okay, so out of the uh, the platinum sponsorships. Now, these were $200 uh, platinum sponsorships, uh, basically. So these people have contributed $200, and in some cases even more, to the cause. I'll talk about uh, the last one I'll talk about in, in uh, specifically at the end. Okay, so uh, Daddy Daughter Entertainment, that's Chucky and Chloe. All right, they, they sponsored four athletes, so they, they, there's two hundred dollars that they raised right there. Um, Joe Kim from Battle Club, uh, I love Joe Kim. And at the beginning, he said that he, oh, whatever you do, I'm going to support it and everything like that. Sure enough, he came in two hundred dollars, and he uh, he sponsored uh, the Hitman for Hire, Grim. So shout out to him. Pandora's Box. All right, this is a, a toy and collectible store in New Jersey, and you got to remember they just they just opened a year ago. In the pandemic, so they just had they, they opened 
into the worst time a business could possibly be a brick and mortar, you know, mom and pop as it were. And, uh, they're still giving back to the community. $200. They sponsored, uh, Oso Blanco, the Meadowlands monster, Bruno. So, um, they sponsored uh, Pete Rosado at We Are Wrestling, right? They haven't even run their first event yet. So he has all these expenses, all these things that he has to incur. He gives a platinum sponsorship. Pro Wrestling Magic, uh, a lot of people know, I consider almost like, you know, no insult to anyone. That's like my, you know, my my heart and soul. Like, that's like, you know, my home in a lot of ways. And it's no slight to any other promotion. It's just like I'm involved so much with uh, production and, uh, you know, Saiv. I've got to bring in Saiv, which is like the greatest honor and probably, you know, I've had as an announcer is being, you know, having the input to bring in Saiv Al-Sabah, who is the current junior uh, heavyweight champion and broke the longest streak in company history of the champion. So they're a platinum sponsor of Saiv Al-Sabah. Uh, Brie, Brie Combination Wrestling. Uh, they sponsored Chris Barton and Dominic De Niro, the uh, inaugural tag team champions. Uh, Anthony Cole, I love very much. And, you know, he sponsored right off the bat, you know, platinum sponsorship. So huge thank you to him. Um, Damage 365, that's Kevin Nasta. Damage 365 Productions, uh, over 25 8x10s he donated to the auction. He's, uh, you know what I love? Nasta's one of those guys that, like, if you have his respect, like, he's a ball break. And if he, you have his respect, it's like a, like a feather in your cap, you know? So I, I'm so happy that he sponsored it. Uh, GoPro Wrestling, um, they gave me a reduced production cost on the event to cover the live draft, to cover the live event. $500, which was, you know, Chio, you're in the business. You know that's a ridiculously low sum as Yo, it was. But, but, but we're go, it right going back. off what you're saying, but we're going off what you're saying, though. Sure. It's funny, though. Uh, I, I didn't have it posted or anything, but uh, this is going to be live on IWTV. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're you know this proud is, of that. This is great. So if, if, if no one can't make it, they can still watch it from 3 p.m. tip-off. We're going to be sharp on that. Th- 3 p.m. on IWTV. So, um, so GoPro took that $500 production fee and they donated it right back. So they donated their already reduced fee and they donated $500 right back. So shout out to Andrew, uh, Sesco, uh, Connor, um, Frank, uh, Brittany, you know, everybody involved over there, you know, thank you so much, Darren and uh, everybody. So then, um, pro wrestling after dark and standalone wrestling. All right. Uh, I, it's tough to even talk about this dude without even getting emotional. It's like Chad Menez is like the most important guy to me in wrestling. Like he has, like I am a soldier in that dude's army, you know, forever. And um, he put up the insurance for the building. Um, we have an arrangement that I was able to pay the roster, um, you know, transportation fee based on work that I did for him. And he was more than kind enough. That was all he thought about. You know, through a lot of tough times, and uh, he came through. He came through uh, in a lot of ways. So, uh, standalone wrestling and pro wrestling after dark, I'm proud to uh, have on there, and I'm happy to be, you know, part of their team. And uh, that's I don't know. That's very important to me to see those two logos on there as well. But um, Pinky, the air hockey bully, this kid, um, Mikey Atlantic, this guy, uh, another fan, much like Fazio, Dennis, like um, almost like a New York base fan. Kid loves uh, the uh, the trains. He loves he loves he, he takes the train. Um, I don't know how he does it, but he'll go from New York to the middle of PA, Monster Factory, all these all these places. He's starting up like an air hockey uh, 
thing where he's going to have celebrities and such like that on where he's going to have guests and uh, he, he slaughtered me seven to one in air hockey. So he's very proficient. I, I know that this guy is uh yeah, he's, he's, he's equipped. Oh, he's God. equipped. I'm not very good as it is. I had two own goals, goals, but he slaughtered me. There's a reason he, he has an air hockey. Net. But nevertheless, I'm only, I'm only good to uh, against, against probably five-year-olds. That's about it. <laughs> but he, he, he donated, you know, platinum sponsorship. And then he went above and beyond sponsored another athlete. He, he loves Ariel Linux. So Ariel Linux, he uh, sponsored by, uh, by picky air hockey. And also uh, Marcus Marquis, and Isaiah Wolf, a prolific, both sponsored by Pinky's Air Hockey. So this guy, um, he, he donated pretty heavily as it was. So we were right about, I think it was 57 and change. I mean, I'm sorry, 47 and change. And I was like, you know, we're nearing the $5,000 mark. His mother put in the the difference upon hearing this. I remember, was, I remember was, you posting oh. about that. That was phenomenal. Dude. Like, I, like, I was like, holy crap. It was amazing. I got to nowhere, and like you know, I looked at the amount, and I for whatever it is, like say two hundred thirty-five dollars. I knew right away that that was like to you know, I think it was like made it five thousand and ten. Like you know, like I knew right away that that was to break the barrier. And it was like you could see the intent right away based on the figure. It was like, oh my god, I can't believe somebody did that. Was that was such an uplifting moment? So that was all because of Mikey. So. Another Mikey, Mikey Mick, Mick and Joe, Mikey from the front row, big fan. He gave like three times. It was like every paycheck he was like putting in, you know, freaking awesome, man. There's just so many heartfelt Adam gestures. And 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 Seriously. Just, people just coming out of their pockets, just, you know, and their hearts just to donate. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry if anybody feels out there like I have been shaking you by the ankles for the last two uh, and collecting the change. But, uh, you know, uh, I'll resume my normal life and we can all resume our uh, normal relationships on August 2nd or 3rd. No, it's quite all right. It's quite all right. We, we, I I had a good time uh, just communicating back back and forth with you. Right, right. Um, We'll still go over the the track list of what what to play and what not what not to play. Oh, that's twerk song. I have <laughs> the twerk song off the list. Uh, um, I got a freaking entrance music without a curses in it, so I mean, I'm having a tough time as it is too. All, all my music is, uh, you know, pretty filthy. So anything yeah, I like. uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but, <laughs> anything uh, good. Yeah. Uh, well, Shane, it was a pleasure having you, you on again. Thank I you, am gentlemen. Definitely looking forward to this Sunday. Uh, Den- Dennis will be riding with me, so you know awesome. he's going to be there on time. Love to see him. JoJo's going to be with me, so she's going to be there snapping away. Chris photos. We know it'll be on point. Yeah. yeah. Can I just plead my case to JoJo here? Okay. JoJo. Okay. She's the not watching only... right now. <laughs> All right. You can play this back. JoJo. All right. All right. I've done a lot these last three months. There's only one thing that I want in return from all of this gesture, all of these sleepless nights. I want two perfect team photos, just the players, assistant coach one side, coach on the other, both teams, and then both teams together, and then both teams together with everybody, the whole crew. Please, please, JoJo, those four pictures, I beg you. You can do it. I know you can do it. <laughs> I will relay the message to her. I was sure we are. You know what? It's at the hour mark, so I know where to queue it up at. Perfect. <laughs> so, so, so that works out for me then. Uh, but Shane, once again, 
Thank you very much for coming on to Thank our Thursday gentlemen. night slam edition of Breakfast and Body Slams. Um, we'll we'll talk more definitely. Um, not tonight, but tomorrow yes, or, or whatnot. You, you send me what you're gonna send me, and you know we'll collaborate back and forth until Sunday. Beautiful. We'll make wait. this work. We'll make this work. Couple sleepless nights ahead, but it's all gonna be worth it. Definitely, definitely. All right, well, Shane, thank you once again. And, thank you uh, all, guys. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow or talk to you, whatever. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. See everybody right. at basketball. All right, brother. Goodbye. Bye bye. Gentlemen, now. <laughs> It is. Yes. Me? <laughs> I use that term very, very loosely. Uh, now that we got down to the nitty gritty of basketball going on Sunday, August 1st in Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, he said, well, on my list, it says game time, 2 p.m., but he said 3 p.m. 3 p.m. They're going live on IWTV. Uh, Shane Fair, he's in the uh, green room. He, he's in the green room right now. So I don't know if he wants to stick around and hear the rest of our show or what. But uh, he's just lounging back. I can see him swinging away. No <laughs> one else out there can see it. Uh, if he wants to come back in, just give the thumbs up. I'll pull you back in the room because we're going to be touching on other topics. Right now, let's get into what a lot of people are talking about. Nick Gage. No, hold up. Let me say it again. Nick fucking Gage. There, I think I said yeah. it right. There you go, right. Jim. And um, I have not yet to seen his Dark Side of the Ring documentary that was on him. However, I did get to see... The one-on-one conversation that he did with Chris Van Vliet. And it was like an hour and a half podcast. And it was awesome. Because he got, yo, uh, honestly, I'm going to say this. Uh, like, I was never a big deathmatch fan guy at all. Uh Originally, I would I, I can't even say I was a Nick Gage fan because of the deathmatch stuff, so I never really watched his stuff. But after listening to this podcast that he was on, I'm like I'm still on the fence about the deathmatch. But Nick Gage as a person, as a human being, I can get behind. I can get behind him. Um from what, from from what, uh, Dennis, you watched the Dark Side of the Ring, right? I have not watched that one yet. Okay, have you seen the Chris Van uh, Lee, uh interview he did with him? No. All right. Well, I didn't even know he did one with him. Yeah, I, I like it, it was great. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'll just give a, a rundown of, of, of some of the stuff that what uh, what I was listening to. Um, you know. Grew up as a kid, just like everyone else, while watching wrestling. His brother, Chris, a.k.a. Ju- Justice Payne. Um, them two, they, they they did the backyard wrestling, trampoline. They had the bob wire and stuff going on. Because they liked the uh, ECW at the time. Because it was different. 
It was different. They, you know, they found a Philly station and it was like late night. Like, what the hell is this? And then they start doing it themselves. Eventually, they start getting a little bit more deeper into it. I guess when he said he first saw the Cactus Jack Mick Foley uh, death match over in Japan. So eventually, you know, word got around about them, you know, wrestling and stuff because they were exchanging tapes and this and that. And uh, it got back to a school. Uh, well, it got back to a friend who was a friend whose father was Dennis Carluzzo for NWA out there in Jersey. So basically word kept get, getting around. He ended up going to the CZW school with Danzig and stuff. Uh he he trained there. He started doing the the the, the whole death match thing. He, he, him and his brother Justice Payne uh, was wrestling in com, com, combat zone. Um, through time, as time goes on, you know all that stuff takes effect. So he was on the painkillers, drugs, uh, and as that build it up, you know your 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 consumption of it. You want more. You want more. Uh, but after a while, I guess the painkillers and drugs, they were a little bit too much. So he started doing, I believe it was, I didn't write it down here. I believe it was heroin. I believe it's, uh, it was cheaper than what, what he was paying for the pills. So, but he ended up becoming homeless and through all that there, that's when the bank robbery stuff happened. And everybody who been online, seen the pictures, uh, Moxley and people laughed about it, you know, in the dark side of the ring, from what I hear, because uh, Gage talked about it. He said, Hey, this guy wears his bandana around his face all the time when he comes to events, but just so happens he goes into a bank to rob the place and he doesn't have it on his face, he has it, but not covering his face. So, one thing leads to another. Uh, he hits like AC or whatever with his girlfriend. You know, he just wants to blow the money. He turns himself in, and while he's in court and stuff, his is 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 uh his uh district attorney is uh is a slouch where like he's not coming off like he's trying to uh trying to uh de- defend him properly. And he was looking for the uh, discovery papers. He's like, oh yeah, when when I get it, when I get it. And he looks down and he sees the stuff sitting right there on the desk and this guy's just trying to take a plea deal and this and that it it was like it was just straight up re- ridiculous you know then 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 he gets locked up goes to prison which then he ends up learning how to uh work out uh at, at, at one point um honestly like like i said i can go into the whole spiel of this uh, interview. I'm trying to hit the keynote parts. Uh, it's better if y'all, if anyone who's watching would sit down, put on Chris Van Vliet on YouTube and watch the Nick Gage, uh, the whole thing. And you'll hear more details, the more gory stuff, uh, of some of the stuff he had to go through. Uh, but yeah, then he got out. Thanks. Uh, you know, the fans supported him, sent him letters, money for his commissary, uh, Brett Brett Lauderdale supported him, bring, brought him into GCW. Uh, did, they 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 talked about the whole thing. There's video footage online where he almost like practically almost killed David Arquette by by accident. It wasn't intentional. 
It was all I, I from 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 what I hear, it's all our catch fault. Uh, and you know, he mentions that you know he is a little re- religious. He he is a ally to the LGBT community out there, and basically, in all around, he's a good fucking dude. You know, he's a, <clears throat> sincerely out of all the deathmatch stuff. Beyond that, I I I truly am right now at Nick Gage the person. Like I can get behind because you know. Because there was times in life where, you know, I fucked up myself, honestly. I, I'm, I'm be straight up, yo. For, for for people out there who don't know, know the story, I was 18. I went back to Philly. You know, I, 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 I was living in a place where, you know, if we didn't pay the rent, I was staying with some homies. Uh, we were going to get kicked out, this and that. So, you know what I do? I ended up selling crack. Yeah, I was a, I was a crack dealer on the corner. That's right. Right there in North Philly by uh, Front and Somerset. I ended up getting picked up. I didn't snitch. Never, never, ever. I took the hit, took the bid. Two years, you know. And, you know, like like I said to myself while I was there, you know, I have family and friends who've been down this route, who died, went to jail long term, uh, who strung out now and this and that. And, you know, and I turned my life around. I said, you know what? I'm gonna get back into wrestling when, when when I get out, and that's what I did, and and pretty much that was my path: just work and wrestle and have fun with it. Stay try 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 to stay away from the trouble because if I didn't, I would have probably been one of those guys keep going back to jail, getting in trouble. I right now, bro, I could be dead. I could be locked up. I could be you know strung out, homeless somewhere. But I'm not. I'm grateful that, you know, I seen the light when I did early, you know, and, and it is what it is. And, you know, and and hopefully, you know, by 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 Gage going through that experience of everything in his life and being locked down and stuff like that, ho- hopefully that set him straight, which which from from what I see, he's doing great now. And uh, at the time when. uh he came back, you know, he, he he sees how, like, Combat Zone is now, and he says, Combat Zone sucks. It sucks right now. And then at, at one time, he even said uh, that uh, him and Homicide start, started the, uh, combat, the compound when they were training people, and there was a lot of students that say, hey, I want to do the deathmatch stuff. I want to do this. I want to do that. But he told him, hey, look, learn to wrestle first. Because that is a key fundamental out there. Because, like, it's going to come a day where you can't do this deathmatch stuff where it's really going to fuck you up. And 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 then you're going to have to just wrestle to get by if you still love wrestling. And and from, from his tone and everything, it's like it's in him. That's all he has. You know, him, his wife, uh, and a kitten. Apparently, they, 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 they found a kitten and they... <laughs> and they kept that thing, but uh, and and he and he just went on and on, uh, and telling people out there, you know, people go through shit, especially like with mental issues, men, 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 mental help, and, and and he's out and he's encouraging people to get help and stuff. But besides that whole interview, which I like, like I said, I just quickly wrote down some notes. The main thing about Nick Gage, what 
what we want to talk about is 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 this going to be the gateway with him and Jericho match? Is this going to be the gateway for death matches to come into the mainstream now? What do you think, Dennis? Is it? I don't. Look, I love I I have no issue with death matches. I actually have been watching them a little bit and been enjoying them a little bit more. I think Nick Gage coming on to a top-tier wrestling promotion that's on national television is going to benefit the deathmatch community 100%. And here's why. This is the only reason why I think it. It's Nick fucking Gage, okay? It's not. It's nobody else. Nick Gage is one of the biggest deathmatch names in the business right now because, like you said, of where he's been and what he's been able to overcome and, and, and accomplish since he got out of jail. Like, he went to jail, and everybody was like, oh, well, it's Nick Gage. Now, 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 how would you compare the death matches of now of when uh, Cactus Jack and, uh, and and Terry Funk were doing it in Japan? And, and, meanwhile, and meanwhile, you can have this con- conversation with, with T and Mike, because I'm going to step away from, from, from the table right now, and I'll be back. You know... I think that's they're, they're, I don't think Cactus Jack and them. I don't think that I would say hardcore matches back then were death matches because back then they weren't using light tubes. They weren't doing, you know, all this stuff these guys are doing for nickels and dimes. Cactus Jack was getting paid. No, especially not what they did last night. No way. Well, Holy. Well, no, I'm just saying if I got to compare death match wrestling, I'm not saying on AEW in any way. Shape right, or right. Form. Because they did a death match and it was fucking trash, um, especially with a shitty ass exploding ring, which looked like crap. I'm talking about death match like real CCW back in the day, ECW shit. Oh, I got you. Death match like it, that. That's death match wrestling. To, AEW is not giving you death match wrestling. To me, uh, what AEW has done is bring to foresight, but not to what we've seen. Yeah, um, because to me, deathmatch wrestling to me was FMW. What was you know the exploding ring? They're in a pool, and Lord knows what the rest going to do. But he's going to duck with that one go. You know, that's deathmatch wrestling. That's like they don't know what's happening when the ref is ducking. You know, it's bad. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like. Like, so, uh, what, what, with the once to me, I felt indifferent because once ECW was like the death match place for us yeah. growing up, and, and then when they became mainstream, and then uh, TNN took over, you know, and they got the little deal and whatever, and then that's when CZW came in because I know I, I, this is my era, so I was like. I don't want to work for CCW because I ain't trying to slice my face up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's my, that's how I feel. Well, and uh, I maybe, may, maybe that's why I never went nowhere. Cause uh, I like, hold up. You took away ECW. <clears throat> I'm just starting in the market as a wrestler. And this is my fourth one. Like I'm going to get sliced up with stuff that I don't know. Like I, I learned how to wrestle, and, and that's just me. I'm a professional wrestler, and 
I don't do the death match stuff. Not to say that it's not bad, because sometimes hardcore matches are needed. You know? Right. Especially when you have that feud. That feud that just goes and goes, and then you get to the whole bloody 60 minutes Broadway that they just, like, killing each other. That's when it's needed. I, I never got the deathmatch stuff. I don't care for this. Ma- it, it, it's like one of them things. It, it's a car wreck. You don't want to see it, but you're interested. You yeah. know what I mean? No, oh my god, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, they're they're brutal. I'll tell you that. Oh uh, man, uh, they're not. Bru- I'm, I'm not they're gonna, way past brutal. Not anybody. Oh, yeah. It's true. I'm not so that's an understatement. Off from getting money. If gays is getting money, smashing light bulbs. God bless you, dog. <laughs> Whoever signed up for it and signed up with you, God bless you, dog. <laughs> you getting that money? <laughs> no. Look, I'm look, not. I, 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 it's one thing for me to like. I've I've done hardcore matches. I've never done the light tubes. I've never done the thumbtacks. I don't know if I'd ever be able to do it because I know how bad those other objects felt across my body. <laughs> you know, if I never came down to bed at 3 a.m. Like if I, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Look, the last time I was in a hardcore match, I had more welts on my body than the guy that I beat. And I hit him like there was no tomorrow. I didn't know how bad he beat me up with stuff. I literally, like I got home and I didn't think of it. I was like, oh, I'm going to get a shower. You know, I need to get, you know, all this all this gunk off of me. And the water hit my back. And I swear to God, I put my hand on the Bible. I screamed like a five-year-old little girl. Like I just got salt thrown in into an open wound. It was bad. Like, that's the wealth from the, like, I like I had got hit with a chain and the kendo sticks. Like, I, oh, yeah, yeah. I got the shit beat out of me. Man, it, it's crazy. Now, well, all in all, yesterday's AEW show was awesome. I don't care who, what, the way it started out, and then that pose with Hangman and Dark Order, they're doing their thing, and it looked like Hangman's doing the Dark Order pose, but he he's doing the shoot 'em up, and it's like, wow, this is just awesome. Listen, like that's great. It's a great story they have with this, like. It, Amazing. Never in a million years. Never in a million years that I think they'd be able to like. I was never. I'll say this, and I'll say this on the record. I was never a fan of Hangman Adam Page. I I was I a fan. I, I was a fan. Him. It's just he didn't have the itch, the niche. Yeah, and that's and that's what they're finding right now. They know that he's an outlaw. He's basically, if you unravel all the filters to it. Yeah, a Steve Austin type of character because he drinks, he grows dolo, he don't give a fuck what anybody cares about. He has self pity sometimes because like Steve Austin has that self that when he was here, whatever, whatever. But yeah. you know what yep. I mean? He he is that face, and they try they want to build him as. Hey, I'm gonna be your champion one day, and it's gonna happen. And guess yeah. what? I'm on board. Everybody you saw yesterday was on board. We're on board for a whole new champion that's not a WWE champion. Trust me. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, look, look at uh, Ricky Starks. He didn't even got a, a AEW original belt. But no. 
him having the FTW belt weighs far more than what Brian Cage has. Listen, listen. That that FTW belt is everything right now. That is... I'm not knocking AEW's heavyweight title or, or anything, but that FTW belt is everything because Taz has to give the green light for whoever has it around their waist. I, I, I And I don't think Cody and them have any say. I honestly think if they go, hey, we think this would be a good fit to wear this title, Taz has to give the green light. He owns the rights to it all. And if Taz has given you that nod, and that that go ahead. That's that's huge in the business. Ricky reminds me of a micro rock. A micro rock. He's had great physique, but he's smaller than the rock. <laughs> he he yeah. has that, that swagger, that charisma. He, he's a micro yeah. rock. And yeah, he, that's what I that's what I thought when I I saw him. I, I was like, this looks I like a miniature rock. I saw rock. him on NWA Power. And he had that little bullshit bandana around his head. I'm like, take that off, man. Take that off. <laughs> Guess what he's not wearing around his head? That bandana. I'm like, he's smooth in the ring. He's really good. And he puts people over. I'm like, I was a fan of Ricky since day one. Day one. And I'm like, all right. Now, you see. And nothing knocked against Brian Cage, but... Brian, as great as he is in the ring, he needs that niche. Yeah, that and that's the thing that was missing for me for um, Hangman. Like again, I mean, I like Hangman. I think he's a great wrestler. I think he's a great technical wrestler. But there was always something that was missing, that, and, it was, and and it was driving me nuts. And and now he's in AEW, and you have all these guys. And I don't care if everybody hates AEW. They call it the next WCW. AEW. They have all these guys that have made it to that the Titan to the big the big company that are helping him break out that shell, and we're seeing it. We're seeing what we've been missing, and the fact that they've been doing this since day one and no one caught onto it until they started showing it is mind boggling that no one knew that. But now we're here, and we're now two years deep into AEW, Hangman is a bona fide superstar. Like yeah. every time, Cowboy shoot. Cowboy shit. Like, that's not. That's, <laughs> he said one word on the BT show and it caught on like wildflower. Hangman is a bona fide star. He's going to be the guy who dethrones the next guy. Has to. Yeah. Unless they come up with another championship for the new guys that been to that platform. You know, you, you can't knock Hangman out. If you knock him out, then. I don't care if you're punk, Brian, whatever. So, Dude, he's here to put people over, and Hangman needs that right now. So when I left, we were talking about Nick Gage, and I come back, we're talking about Hangman now. Well, we're in the uh, AEW stuff because of the uh, whole Nick Gage and, stuff. And, and, we didn't know how long and, the juice was going to drop, so hey, we want to make sure that you was okay. Hey, it, it is what it is. It happens. And, uh, <laughs> and he just mentioned before I started talking – he mentioned about uh, about Punk and Brian Danielson, and uh, which I guess that can lead right into our our good buddy. Yeah, I was going to say uh, because, well, what we know, but we don't know uh, how many of the fans out there know about it. I'm sure they've uh, there's fans that have heard about it, but and we know that uh, Mikey. 
and 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 before and, and before you get started we have a crybaby in our room that i just noticed oh boy <laughs> and oh bad for the second well they told you pat the better bernard the saint bernard uh, yeah <laughs> it, it, it happens, you know. You know, yeah. Pat has a lot on his plate anyway. He got all these shows to worry about. This could yeah, be one true. less. This be one less show for him to worry about. He can sit back, enjoy, and give his feedback on how the show went. You know, and so, and but we kept it in the family. We just have a different Bernard That's right. on the show. That's all. Yeah, Pat, and, it's and, nothing personal. You just, you're the, if if you look at the poll, the totem pole here, Pat. You're you're at the top of it because you're you know you have to make sure all the shows run up, you know, and everything and, like that. So we had to go with Mikey. No show is bad ha- without having a Mikey. Like it just is, you know. Mikey likes you. it. It's not <laughs> you. <laughs> that is, absolutely, I, I like it. Like it's bad enough to like I like I love you, bro, but. I'm going to have to see you at the wrestling school and have to teach well, you. are going to well, be one of the trainees and students well, at the school now. Well, well, it's the thing is this, though. If Pat is on every damn show on Devereaux Sports, uh, it's, right. it's like he's whoring himself out everywhere that people are going to see his face all the time. No, they don't want to see your face all the time. They want to see a variety of different faces. God, so right yeah, now, he just stuck the words out of my mouth. So right variety. Now, on this show here, on this show here, Breakfast of Body Slams, Thursday Night Slam, whatever you want to call it, whether it's in-house, the home cast version, or in studio, me, Dennis, Mikey, and T. That's the squad right now, Pat. And 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 then if there's a problem with that, you're gonna have to see Mikey about it though. You know, <laughs> you, you know. So so that's going to be between y'all two. If you want his spot, if you want his spot, you got to take out Mikey. And I, I, I don't see that happening. But no, so like, like you walked away. We were talking about the Nick Cage stuff. And you asked me that question. Um, and then me and T were talking about it a little bit. I think AEW is on to something big. I'm not saying it's death yes. match stuff. I, I'm just saying they're I, doing They're open. We all know they're they doing is correct. It, it's not. It's not. Not just that. Not just that. They're just every, giving a variety to everybody yeah, out there. Here's the thing. You. You know. Yes. Did AEW try to do the exploding deathmatch ring? Yes. Did they fail? Absolutely. See, that's the first curse word I said all night, Pat. You should. You owe me twenty bucks. I say, or a beer. One of the two. <laughs> I haven't cursed all night until now. I'm sorry. I don't I even know. know if he's. I don't know if he's still watching. <laughs> he might be watching, but he probably hates us I was right now. A shower, like, how, how, like, how can I come up with different curse words? I swear on everything, I'm gonna say mother flower and things <laughs> of that. Like, do I? I love the fact that you know Nick Gage got this opportunity. Yes, because here's here's why, and this was brought up in our private chat, Chio, Mike. You guys saw that that Joe said. Yep. It. And he's 100% correct. Nick Gage is a deathmatch wrestler. But on top of that, he is a professional wrestler. Okay? First and foremost. 
But if deathmatch wrestling fans don't really watch AEW and WWE because they think it's boring and planned or just bland, um, Nick Gage is on there. Now those fans watch it, right? Now, I'm not saying they're going to continue to watch it, but if they do, it's because they brought Nick Gage in there. It's because those fans go, oh, you know what? This is actually really interesting to watch. I'm intrigued. Maybe I will tune in now next week, or maybe I will tune in the next pay-per-view. That's the whole goal in professional wrestling. People understand. I understand. Like they keep trying to compare WWE and AEW. Stop comparing them. I I, I believe I heard uh, T when he was saying earlier that uh that that if AEW continues with the death match thing, it should be just a uh, a blow off match, a specialty match for like towards the end. Yeah, like uh, like and both of them have been like. Actually, there've been three of them. It, it, it was the Moxley Omega match at first, which wasn't. It, it was a like sanction out match, like they'll, you know. Um, and then you had the Moxley Omega with Bob Wires exploding death match, you know. But before that, you had uh, Janella and Moxley had a lights out match, but it was more like a ladder. A little thumbtacks here or there, you know, that they, they have some clever spots that they call Moxley, you sick F. And, uh, you know, that that's normal for us when it comes to regular wrestling. When you say we're going to have a hardcore death match, that's normal. That's, a, that's the norm. But when you say you're going to have a death match, just, like take out norm. Just deathmatch, right. period. Uh, th- that needs to be like a hell in a cell once a year type deal. It really does. It's just for the wrestler's sake. Yes. How badass you want that match to be. You don't want it to be just smashing a couple light bulbs. You know, it makes no sense to do that. Yeah. If like if you you're gotta, gonna... If you guys going to risk life and limb, make sure the storyline... Right, up the ante. The storyline, the characters... Everything meshes. So when that match takes place, no matter how barbaric it is, there's going to be a million plus subscribers watching that match because they don't know. They want to see that car wreck. You know, they want to see exactly what it is. That's so what it, that's what that's what it, that's what a death match is. It's a train wreck waiting to happen. Yeah, it's, and, and that's know. why I hate it. But I'm like, oh shit. Okay. So, so, <laughs> all right. So, so, bottom line is, who here thinks, yay or nay, is is a will AEW continue to use Nick Gage in in AEW? I I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with yay, but you know, but not often. I'm gonna go with maybe. I'm not. I don't got a yes or no. Maybe. I'm gonna go exactly what Chio said. He's gonna be yeah, I'm gonna say a, a, an attraction yay. superstar. Yeah. He's gonna be an attraction superstar. It, You'll build a gimmick up for him. It, it will only take a few I, fucking days. I to think get that it, gimmick through. I think it's gonna be very limited. Exactly. Uh, 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 dates they'll give him for now. When the fans who would know him as Deathmatch and this and that, and then when the newer fans see. I'm thinking, I'm not saying it's going to happen, though, but if if Gage signs, they might want him to slowly fade away from the death matches and only do it like, you know, as a blow-off match, 
But eventually, I think the fans, if he does sign, will see him doing more wrestling matches because uh, Gage actually said he's a huge fan of technical wrestling. Big time. Listen, there is videos out there of him being a technical wrestler. He is. I went out. That's why I made my comment. He's a deathmatch wrestler, but first and foremost, he is a professional wrestler. I've seen stuff he's done. It's it's good. It's not even bad. But he likes to, it, it. It's what pays the bills. It's what he's doing. And Exa- that, like, exactly. Like, if you think, if you look at what Nick Nick Gage has done in the past two weeks. In a span, he's he's faced Matt Cordona, a formerly known as Zack Ryder, okay, on one of the biggest drawing events that GCW probably has had because of MDK. They threw, they were actually throwing shit at shit at Matt Cordona because he I, won, yes. and it sure was beautiful. Was it MDK or was it because of Matt Cordona? Well, MDK hates Matt Cordona, so. Any MDK fan showed up just to see Nick Cage actually cut his throat and juggler, and he doesn't happen. Nick, you know, Matt Cordona wins. Those fans were that pissed off. Like that's how beautifully booked and way that it was went. Amazing, and, and, and the fact that Matt Cordona wrestled a WWE style match. <laughs> if you look at the movements, everything he did in that ring is WWE. But it's not just that. If you think, <laughs> if you look at Matt Cardona compared to WWE style, his persona, his energy, his his body linger, everything is different. Yes, he does stuff in the ring like he did back back on the TV, but because he gave you a different side that no one's ever seen. Who would have actually ever thought he was going to show up at GCW and attack Nick fucking Gage? Not me. I never saw it happening. Yeah, no one did. I did. No, you know apparently why? he, he you did. Know why? No, no, it's not that. It's wrestling is on a boom, a boom, yes. a boom. You need to stop thinking inside or outside your box. You need to think outside the parameters well, of e- this completely. Ever, ever since the doors open from everywhere. Ever since the pandemic started, everyone been crossing over everywhere with each other. Yes. Everybody, uh, uh, the only people that who has not been crossing over was basically WWE, which which the only crossover stuff they got is uh, either NXT. I was gonna say Evolve, you know, pro, pro, yeah, I was gonna say Evolve stuff. NXT, yeah, uh, pro, pro, promoting stuff from like uh. uh progress and stuff like that the, WXW for all this UK. all the stuff that's on their uh, well the peacock network uh stuff that they're advertising that's the only crossover stuff you see but but what it is but it is but it's not really the stars uh, of that's going on now in those companies it's their current stars that used to be there that's what yeah. they're showcasing so I, I it's not really a crossover they they are promoting the company, but it's what their stars now use the mat their old matches. That's that's all it is. It's not nothing current, really, honestly. Yeah. Right. So, but uh, like I said, we we're, we're on the AEW topic now. I'm gonna go right back to Mikey. Mikey, it's all you. It's all you, brother. You have your news for us. 
Okay, so the big topic for AEW, as we're speaking of AEW, are the rumors surrounding Daniel Bryan and CM Punk. Uh, as far as Daniel Bryan goes, there's lately pointing fingers that, yes, he did sign with AEW because all of his merchandise is on sale. At the WWE shop. Uh, I don't know if he's still on the uh, active roster list. Uh, if he's not, that's another one that's people are uh, thinking that that could be a sign that he signed with AEW. Uh, as far as CM Punk goes, as we talked about before the show started, I don't know if many fans know, but. Uh, Dennis, as you pointed out, it was a good trade, a good move, good marketing move uh, by Darby Allen, who cut that short promo. He didn't say any names, but he did say CM Punk's signature thing, best in the world. That's how he ended the promo. Uh, so Ryan fingers are pointing that. Best in the world, too. Remember that. That's true. Uh, I guess the other, you know, uh, thing that's got everybody's attention is that Rampage is going to be in Chicago. Uh, so the, everything to everybody uh, is watching and paying attention to the rumors is it kind of all winds up that they're hoping that CM Punk will show up in Chicago. I'm going to say I'm going to put it out there. They both sign. They're going to do things right. Uh, Queens, New York is D. Bryan's show out and then Rampage Chicago leading into All Out which is in Chicago, Illinois alright no. and the best in the world that could be their tag team name they never said they could be individuals they both, both classified as best in the world in ROH the first person that was best in the world was Daniel Bryan you know then CM Punk came in, you know, so they could be the best in the world as a tag team. It, it's as funny. a tag team, it, it it's funny. Uh, I'm reading right now on New York Post that to- Tony Khan was taking a Q and A and stuff, and people kept asking him questions about Punk and Brian and everything. He's pretty much about them two. He's like, I can't comment about on on those two. Yeah. Uh, it, he just thinks there's a lot of excitement over uh, rumors right now, so he's not he's not confirming or or denying the fact if they're right. signed or not. So, so for these dirt sheets that are uh, saying guys are signed, we don't know how accurate it is unless we actually we truly you know unless we see it. So, like like I said, all it is it's still rumors. It's still. Exactly, exactly. Queens is Brian, Chicago is Punk. We don't know which way they're going to go. Now, if you saw yesterday on AEW, um, I think it was Cash Wheeler. He suffered some type of injury. Yeah. You know, with the the ring post. That's why, like, we was having an excellent tag match, and then they cut it short. Because my man was bleeding through his forearm, and he couldn't stop. 
So, you know, once again, you don't know if it's singular or tag team. They may be missing a tag team that they need to go off later, whatever may be the case. Right. Well, um, six- well, apparently, apparently Dash is from what the room, what the reports are saying, he's good. He got checked out back. Um, any anytime cutting your forearm, you know me, T, you understand how that is. Forearms are like the most deadliest. That and your thighs are the hardest to, most dangerous places to cut. Well, because uh, the blood, the blood will literally squirt out your leg and your arm. Um, well, but, going about uh, six hours ago on Dax's uh, Twitter. He says, uh, if you're messaging me or anyone for that matter to find out Cash's uh, status so you can write it in your newsletter, fuck off. I, I, th- uh, I thought I was going to watch my best friend bleed out and, and, and you want something to write about. So he's kind of pissed off right there about all the, uh, you know, the, the, the dirt sheets out there that are, trying to get an inside scoop but uh like i get i i understand where he's at with that but at the same time dude you're in the professional wrestling business everybody wants to know because no one's talking about it that's that's the thing right right so like yes is it annoying absolutely being from a wrestler standpoint (laughs) my tag team partner literally has his forearm ripped open and is bleeding and they can't get it to stop because that's literally what happened it's happened to Devon Dudley in the fucking impact ring, and I watched him when he got his head busted open, and he almost, he almost bled out in the ring, you know. So, is it a scary situation? Yes. Is it a serious situation? Yes. Should people give it time till they have answers? Absolutely. But you're telling the internet and the people that are writing reports and shit to back off. It's never going to happen. Sorry. Unfortunately, you're in the public eye. You shouldn't be bugging out like right. that. You have the right to, um, from a st- from a wrestling standpoint, from an, a reporter standpoint, give some sort of information. Now, like I said, I just re- I literally was trying to read up on. I've been looking up all day to see if there was anything going on about it, and literally they said he was fine backstage after he got seen by medical, got medical attention. Most likely, they got it, they got it to stop bleeding with the with the medicine from the EMTs, and they got it stitched up. Went to the hospital, made sure it was good. That's that. So he's probably out out of wrestling for thirty days to sixty days. But the whole scene, the whole back to the whole best in the world thing. I am so glad someone else knows who else was called the best in the world before it was CM Punk. But like I said, a little birdie told me and Chio that pretty much you can expect this to be happening. I'm not saying the birdie's name. We're gonna leave that quietly. <laughs> no, uh, for for his professional standpoint and his business, mm-hmm. not making those comments. But I asked, right. I asked some people, and every one of these people at this event on Saturday said, you can guarantee it's happening. And these are guys that know everybody and everything in this business. So, like, if they know, and all these guys are also friends with Punk and Daniel Bryan. Right. So... Am I going to take their word on it? Absolutely, because why would they have? Why would they lie? These are guys that I highly re- respect, and they know I'm a worker, and they know uh, what I do. There's no point to lie because it's just a rumor. It's, it's still just a rumor. Do I think they're going to show up in the next 30, ninety days? Absolutely. Well, Are we going to know when? Exactly, no. What What did they do exactly? 
what I said last time about with the girls. Remember I said a couple uh, podcasts ago with uh, the girls have a bunch of them come in and do that NWO type thing. What if they are the ones that come in in New York and be like, hello, we're here now and destroy everything. And then fuck it, bring the girls into effect. And, and is everybody got released by WWE? And then when Rampage, Rampage kicks off, you will have the best Braun Strowman pop ever if that happens and then Monster Among Men comes out and they're like, oh shit. You know. Yeah, we should have signed them. <laughs> my opinion. <laughs> brought back. My opinion. Braun Strowman's going to show up in AEW. But you know, I, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there, like a whole like takeover of people that just signed they're from the other brand. But it's like I don't I don't see them going that NWO route though. At no, all. it's been done. It's done. AEW really isn't following foot the, tracks in the, in the, the trail most, that everybody else have done. The most that I can see is hypothetically, besides Punk and and. And Brian doing singles. I can see them running as a tag team for a little bit and then split and go singles. No, I, I don't that, see that, that, I, that I can honestly see them. I don't, like see them you, I, I don't see how, them being a tag team ever. How 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 y'all both commented about them being the best in the world? Well, maybe that'd be the tag team, the best in the world, best whatever. The world. And and they run just just for a little bit, a short while, that's it. And then go singles. I can, no, I'd rather them just come in by themselves, no tag team stuff. I'm sorry. I just don't – as a wrestling fan, I don't want to see it. But, sir, sir, let me, let me tell you something. Right now we're on the cusp of Hangman Adam Pays to blow out like no other. You know, like this is their boy they've been grooming. They've been grooming since day one. Uh-huh. So he gets that belt. You don't want – Punk and Brian to take that away from him right away. They're not that's going to you right away. They're not going but, to do it right away. That's but, the thing. No. but that's the but, thing. Everybody's it's expecting not, it's, that. It's not going to happen. Expect, everybody's expecting that. So that's, that's why thing. I'd rather have them as a tag team. Kill the Bucks. They become the real elite hunters. And just you thought you guys were the elite. We're the best in the world. I'll tell you what, when they do show up, that the place is gonna the roof is gonna go again. See it. Well, rating, the the thing is ratings are gonna go off the chart when it happens. Oh yeah. Absolutely. For for sure. And right. uh and I'll just say speaking about ratings and competition going back and forth, Dennis, you I'm I'm sorry for cutting you off. You can Very finish fun. what you can finish, finish, finish finish what you were going to say, but then we're going to trans, uh, segue into the competition between Raw and SmackDown, what you were going to yeah. say. Yeah. So but go ahead and finish up. Um, I would, like I said, I would love to say, I, 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 I can't wait to see Punk and Daniel Bryan. If they actually do show up in AEW, do I honestly think they're going to show up in New York or Chicago? No, because everybody's expecting it. I would rather see them show up at a place that's not expecting them to show up and be there. 
Yes. Would it be great to have CM Punk or Daniel Bryan show up in da- in Chicago? Yes, because that's what everybody wants. But don't give the fans what they want. I'm sorry. Vince I'm hasn't been given the fa- Vince before. hasn't been given the fans shit for years upon years upon years. But when he does, the payoff is beautiful. I would rather not see Punk show up in Chicago. Because I would rather not see Daniel Bryan show up in New York or Chicago either. Because it would be too predictable. Yes, that's my thing. I'd rather be... Right, like, and it builds up I'm, that one, that draw. It's, it's Well, no, there's the one. Like, oh my god, you don't even need the draw of the one. Like, that's there, okay? That's right, right. There. The draw. The want for Punk and Daniel Bryan to show up on AEW has been there since the get-go. Punk's been the in the talk of the business ever since he walked out of WWE for years upon years upon years, okay? Now you have that opportunity where the rumors are back. The the you know, Punk trolling everybody. He unblocks Vince McMahon and follows them. He's following Tony Khan. Okay, what do you have in your mind here, Punk? Because I want to freaking know. <laughs> but you don't show up where it needs to be done because again, you're expecting it. You're expecting Daniel Bryan to show up in New York. You're expecting CM Punk to show up in Chicago. Will the ratings go through the roof and will the internet explode? Yes. But should it wait on? Yes. Give me you a day what, that isn't there. You know what we was not expecting? Natalia and her injury. You were not expecting that. We wasn't but, expecting the yeah. tag team champions to be well withheld. Just shamelessly. Like, I, I looked at the match I'm like, where did thing goes wrong? And then they start carrying Natty back. I'm like, Whoa. yeah, freak accident. So let's 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 get into this. T. What is the biggest? What what is SmackDown doing besides we all know Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman? Okay, let's take them out of the scenario here. Okay, <laughs> no, you can't. No, but no, no, no. I knew he was going to say but that. No, but no, but here. Legit seriousness. No, 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 no. That shit was fucking gold. <laughs> no, no, but you're missing. You're gonna, you're missing what I'm getting to. Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. Go ahead. If we're we're comparing Raw versus SmackDown, okay? So we'll we got to take out the room. We already know why we all know SmackDown is good. It's because the Paul Heyman Roman Reigns, okay? But there's a lot of other key factors here. Why do you think SmackDown is when you when before Raw used to be the A show? SmackDown is now the number one show in the group. The B show is now the A show. What it's is called, SmackDown doing that they need uh, to fix? A, a few things. A few things. Number one, we're not here for a pay-per-view moment. So two hours is a lot more better than three. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I'm sitting down for three or four hours, I expect magic. Yeah. Not fucking three hours every Monday just because you don't know what to do with your rest. Because correct, correct going off what he's saying you're getting more action in less amount of time. Yeah. Exactly. And, okay. and, and, and the thing is, and also one, one of the things I, I'm going to have to go and say is something that they don't got is Heyman. Heyman is not doing writing behind the, the he, he, he's not booking stuff behind the scenes anymore like he used to. But the fact of the matter is when he gets on that mic and cut a promo as the manager, as the face of, of 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 Roman and the group and then the Usos and them, you know, 
he he tells a beautiful story. On the opposite side, you got MVP, and he can't, you know, he can't really do that. He can't touch Heyman at all. And I like what they, and like for a second on Monday, I thought it was like, I thought they were going to start hitting the return of the Hurt Business when you seen Cedric and, and Shelton came out, but but that just got blown out the water instantly. I'm telling you, it, it, they did the Hurt Business very bad. If they would have had the Hurt Business, let's say uh, Cedric with a cruiserweight or the United States Championship, you know, uh, something intermediate, and you had Shelty carrying MVP for the tag, because you know Shelty's badass. Like in a shoot, I feel sorry for whoever touches that man. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, you have Shelty MVP for the tag, and then you got your Almighty Bobby Lashley as a champion. You could have done so much with that, and then you just broke everything down to okay. We gonna have Bobby Lashley with a mouthpiece. I'm like, that's not what MVP was to me. MVP was the flag, and these people were the soldiers that gonna carry that flag. You know what I mean? But they they didn't do it that way, and here we are now wondering, okay, Goldberg, well, why Brock didn't want to do it? Well. It's it's kind of funny, like how how you brought it up, Dennis. The A show is now the B show. The B show is now the A show. Now, now, here here here's what's even more funnier. If no one realized it, but I I point I looked at this today while I was at work. I and I wrote it down so I don't forget. The A and B situation is actually happening on pay per views now, yes. because SummerSlam. Is going to be on Saturday the twenty first, and the NXT Takeover is going to be on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, the twenty second. Why? Well, there, the there's a show? reason why that happened. There, the, it's not because of what's the A and the B show. The A-B-B-A venue, show. the <laughs> venue, got the got the pick when they wanted the pay per view. So originally planned was NXT had their own Sunday pay per view, and then SummerSlam was going to be a different day. But the venue effed up on scheduling and double booked that day and asked WWE, can they do it a different day? That's why that's why Saturday is SummerSlam and Sunday's NXT. That, that, but, that, that's kind of funny you brought that up about being, oh, I think it's hilarious about it, being double booked because uh I just uh I got someone sent me a screen a screenshot today of a event that was supposed to be running in February uh no in Reading here on the fourteenth. And apparently the building double booked, so the person had to cancel their event. Sucks to be that that guy. I think I knew yeah. who it is. Not my problem. <laughs> but, but anyway, but, but, but back uh, to this whole thing. Back to the whole thing. So we have now. Let's bring the big dogs into this, okay? So we all know why SmackDown's doing better because, like you said, you have Paul Heyman in there. And if we honestly, I think Paul Heyman has a lot of say going backstage on how things need to be done. He's putting his two cents and his creative things in there, whether he's on the team or not. You have Roman Reigns, which is on a freaking roll with how he is. And someone we, we discussed, you brought it up earlier, Mikey. Yeah. With the Roman Reigns comment with the whole missionary position on a TV <laughs> show. That still was funny. Was great. 
because ah. it's it, yeah, man, Mikey. Uh, I love you, Mikey, but your headset sucks, bro. Man, it's so man. loud. Bro, remember <laughs> when I told you, oh, you know what? the Cena versus Cena? Remember when I told better. you the Cena versus Cena part? I guess yeah. Roman was listening to our podcast because he changed it up, screaming, you <laughs> old bitch. <laughs> like, it was great. And, you know, look, I'm not knocking Raw. Raw has a lot of heavy hitters. I think the Bobby Lashley angle they have going right now, I know you're not happy with that, T, but I think it was the right decision because you needed to take Bobby Lashley out of the group. Because Bobby Lashley is a bigger star than all both of them. I love I love Shelton, and I'm a and I and I'm a big fan of Cedric, personally, as a friend and professionally. But Bobby Lashley did not need a group. Period. Hands down. Correct. They didn't need it. They didn't need it. And it sucks that they ended it. Like I was happy that they brought him back into a picture, because the thing is, they kept talking about the hurt business, right? So get the hurt business to be stopped is to have Bobby Lashley just kill him. <laughs> kill him. And they man got manhandled, okay? So I enjoyed it because now it's like, okay, the hurt business is done. This is why they're doing it. But Raw, Raw's missing something, and it's not the Paul Heyman, okay? It's called Aleister Black, but he got rid of him. Yes. It's called Buddy but Murphy I, got rid of him too. Yes. Um, I honestly think... <laughs> oh, we could. Here's what I think is going to... I have a feeling might happen. Paul Heyman is in charge of two people in that in that company. Well, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Yeah. Yep. You know what they need on Raw? Brock Lesnar. And I can't stand them saying that. But the, and then, but the SummerSlam match, and then but have yeah, it, no, that's have true. Double dip back and forth between both brands. The, the, It'd be yes. funny as hell. You see where I'm going? You, you see where I'm going with that, right? Oh, You're definitely. gonna have Lesnar come back because Lashley but, will be Goldberg. But here's the but. Here, here's the but about that. Sometimes it'll be easier on travel if they were still doing the Thunderdome. But the mm-hmm. good thing they're spaced out between Monday and Friday. Friday. Yeah, so so Heyman can make it back and forth between the two. Yeah, so, so 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 that so that works out. Yeah. Now, so like, now, I see it happening. Now WWE has to worry about Friday nights because AEW is going to come out with Rampage now. See, I honestly I don't think they got to worry about that. Yes, they have two big heavy hitters helping with that product, but I don't think SmackDown has to worry about that because again. You have Paul Heyman on SmackDown. Paul Heyman knows everything there is to know about the wrestling business, whether Vince McMahon wants to admit it or not. But real wrestling fans and real wrestlers and promoters, I understand that Paul Heyman is a goddamn genius. He is a oh, yeah. goddamn. Yes, he is. You know how everybody says you got it. You didn't. You know, you got to wrap Betty White up because she's a she's a historical figure. Paul Heyman is a historical figure in professional race. He is God in professional wrestling. Whether he wants to admit it, he probably would. He is God. Because every anything he touches, he does turn to gold. You know, so I honestly think the reason SmackDown is so good is because of Paul Heyman. You know, the roster is good. They have a lot of talented guys on that roster, but Paul Heyman, I have a feeling, has more input and say than anybody thinks. 
I would say negative. Why are you going to have blame one person for a show when you have Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens? Like, everybody you want to see is on SmackDown, like, 100%. You, you got the champion that everybody wants to see that all the girls want to throw the panties to. So, you know, why? Why are you going to switch channels? All right, gentlemen, I don't, want, I don't mean to really cut these guys off. We are at our two-hour mark. Let's go around the table. Give me I believe Dave. Give me one or two things that's currently going on in the wrestling scene, whether it be WWE, AEW, one or two characters or 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 a match uh 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 feud or whatever that's going on that you guys like right now that's happening. Uh T Miz versus Morrison is building. Okay, okay. Uh Mikey, I like uh, the whole feud that Roman and Cena are having right now. For real, I like it a lot. Okay, okay, that's interesting. There, you know, of course, a lot of people out there will say the same thing, you know. But uh, a lot of us in the room, Dennis included, is like Dakota you know, Kai. Whole, I'm sorry, Dakota. The Kai. whole we uh, spoke Kai on the my number one. We all spoke on the. Uh, whole thing uh that you know it's like the same thing with the rock coming back you know uh dennis all right so i got i got one for wwe and one for aw you can't not have one so the jericho mjf feud is a is beautifully done hands down that's my aw one my wwe one which is gonna happen is riddle versus our uh randy orton Mm. And it's going to come down on SummerSlam because apparently Randy Orton's booked for the match and he hasn't been seen for how long. Uh, For me, gentlemen, I'm going to have to, one, agree with you about the AEW between Jericho and MJF. Uh, MJF, he just kills it on the mic. Uh, I actually liked it when MJF and Jericho were together as a team and they would go back and forth uh, when they would banter. Uh, that, that was pretty good. But on WWE, I'm, I'm going to have to go with uh, Charlotte Flair and uh, Rhea Ripley. I kind of like what they're doing right now with them two. I'm like, you know, like even though Nikki A.S.H. is the champion, just the whole thing, what they've been doing with each other – I'm enjoying. Can I so. change everything? What? What? <laughs> what? You want to butcher something that we like? Here are my top feuds. Ah, we're about to go off the okay. air, and you want to spit this now? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Why don't we just say that until... He said two. No, he said two. He said two, right? Okay, right. that's, that's fair. That's that's fair. I did okay. do two. Okay, okay. Right. Right. that's go ahead. fair. Go ahead. And we'll give Mikey one more. All right. Do, do, I know we're waiting. Almost versus Wait, who? Almost, almost versus a lock. That's oh. a feud I would never see. A lock. A lock. You don't know who almost is. The the guy with AJ. Yes. But you said a lock. Just a wrestling hole. Ah. That's the biggest feud ever. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, Mikey, how about you? You got one more? 
Alright, uh, I also kind of like uh, the whole thing going along with um, Please don't say Alexa Bliss and like Eva Chuck. Marie. Okay. <laughs> I like Dewdrop. <laughs> because can they just can they just give her back her goddamn name from the UK? I think I, I would love it if they did that. They can't go with Viper because of Randy, but I'll take Piper Niven like she was in NXT UK. Yeah, that's Piper, what I'm saying. Exactly. Piper is a girl's name. She's a cutie. Let her be. <laughs> like, give her back her fucking name and get rid of this shit you're giving her. Like, I get it. She's on TV. She ain't going to argue because she's making money. But F that. F that shit. She, she like, went, all right, you going to call me Dewdrop? I'm going to call myself Double D. I'm like, all right, girl, make your money. <laughs> I'm waiting for her to turn her back on that, Eva Marie. Oh, it's coming. It's, it's coming, definitely. Coming. It definitely. Uh, gentlemen, this was a very good night. Uh, Shane Fair, he gave us a lot of information about basketball. I definitely know me and Dennis are going to be there. Ho- hopefully, we can see. Hopefully, T, you can join us. Mikey, hopefully, you can join us too as well. It's going to be an exciting day. Uh, tonight ends our our uh, July shows. This is the last one for July. Oh, uh, God, yeah. We're in August next week. Oh, ne- next week, August 5th, we are going to have uh, a gentleman on the show who was a fan in the crowd at ECW, turned photographer, turned referee, turned manager, and he even had matches already. And that is Craig Pendergast. So uh, people want to tune in and check that out. Uh, and know what? For the rest of August, we got uh, on the 12th, we'll have co-owner of Super Crazy and Skid Row Academy, O-Dog here. Uh, the 19th, we actually got Rob. Do I want to say fucking noxious? Because I, I, I already used it for uh for, for It's all right. Age. I don't even know what you're it's talking right. about in the first place. Yeah. You got Rob fucking Noxious. Noxious. Yeah, brother. Yeah, we're going to have him here on the 19th. And uh, and thanks to Dennis, we're going to have Mark Jindrak on the 26th. And, and remember, people... you forgot one show. You're forgetting no, 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 I didn't. I'm about oh, to say it. I'm about to say bad. it. And don't forget about Breakfast and Body Slams uh, during the morning time uh, on the 14th. We're supposed to be doing SummerSlam predictions, but we don't know. That that might change and stuff. But the fact of the matter is, I'm not supposedly going to be there because I have an appointment. But I'm working on getting that appointment changed. So if I can, I will try to be there in person. If I can, yeah, whoop-dee-doo. Looks like you got something else, Dennis. I was just giving you the small world's smallest violin about not being there. Yeah. I know, but I'm 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 gonna try to, I'm I'm gonna try to either a change my appointment so I can be there, or c, or or b we can have Pat or or John there to send me the link to try to get in in the yeah. room like we are here, the same as uh like like we're doing now, but uh yeah everyone uh if you're wa- watching us and you want to see more of uh breakfast of bicycles we're here Thursday nights at nine oh five. Uh, once a month in the studio at last out. Will. Okay, I was doing our plugs. <laughs> okay, uh, once a month at last out media studio. 
with Devereaux Sports once a month, uh, Saturday mornings at at 10 uh, a.m. And you can tune in and check out all the Devereaux Sports uh, shows. We have MMA going on now. We got multiple sports shows, Gobbler Inc., The Solowin Squad, uh, and the list goes on on there. There's a, a hell lot more. Uh, but, yo, I'm Chio Frost, Dennis Reaper, T. Help me. Mikey, no. guys, thank you for another wonderful night here on Breakfast and Body Slams Thursday Night Slam. And uh, and like how I mentioned before about Rob Knox is going to be here uh, on the 19th. Well, I played this video once before. I'm going to play it again. This is by Ox Soprano and Ted. This is called Best in the World. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, this is New Jack, the original gangster. And I'm stopping by to give a shout out to Octoprano and Ted Lowe, Art of Collaborative Volume 2. Check that shit out. If you don't, I will stab your ass in the motherfucking forehead. Please believe it, bitch. Strong brother like Harriet, hand me the torch, yeah, I carry it. The game's in a crisis right now, about to marry it. The horses and the carriages with some chariots depend on me. Quite clear, all embarrassments, put them on the shelf, and I'ma get it rolling. Your whole state hates you, yeah, James Dolan. PayPal champ, every title that you hold it, give it all back. Corny Buster, you as whack, leave it up to me. I'm flowing in my Nindo, backbreaker bitches all through the window. Knock over here. We with that champion Rob Noxious. We with the Black Militia. And you already know Ox Soprano in this bitch. Fuck Blizz. Yo, Ox. Yo, Aaron. Let's talk about Adrian Bliss, the thug homo, who thinks he's badass. Little Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Little Kevin Hart's a lot taller than he is. Yo, Bliss, sweet, you gonna be the champ? This the best in the world right here. You, you coming after the champ? I'm the champ of champions. Don't forget it. Remember, Bliss. One, two, three. Lights out, baby boy. Know that. Such a type of breed. Birth from a seed. Don't get fooled by the life that I lead. The air that I breathe, I bleed for it too. My fam and myself, we gon' always make it through. Bro, if I got you, all I'm asking is the same. And I hate a nigga that can do. But watch it go up in flames. No room for no games. No lames or no shames. Militant mindset is stilled in my brain. Artillery stand tall, as big as a crane. My mama pain made me bleed to go hard. And break the sight cool, that's what I heard from my paws. Hustle around the clock until my heart stopped. Yo, boy, Dad, my man right here, he's gonna give you business. That's right! Rob Noxious, I'm gonna tear you apart! My man right here, he came and got the best that ever did it. And if you don't think I'm gonna destroy you, you're sadly mistaken.
And your manager can get it too. Take.